pretty hurts. Oh God, my voice sounds very husky, doesn't it? This morning I woke up with a really dry throat <gasps> and like a mild cough. So I don't know if you can hear it. In my I can. You're the little frog. I think I'm going to step away a little bit because I really don't <laughs> want to get sick of my holiday. The bank holiday is coming and I want to feel the sun. The bank holiday is approaching. It's not like a I feel completely debilitated type of sickness. It's but just I can like hear a, it and it's coming. Yeah, and I feel like but, it's one of those but ones But my immune worse. system is so good that I only ever get really sick like one time a year. I never get these sorts of illnesses just pass very quickly. So that's the sort of same for me, love. <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> Stop it. Anyway, how have you been? Oh, I've been great. The uh, the winter depression's left me. I know the sun is shining. My body, guys, we haven't been the, those on YouTube. We haven't been in the sunlight for a very long time. We don't even need lighting today. We don't, even though honestly, we've put the lights on. Have, but we don't yeah. need it. It's out, light outside, and we're filming. I, that's what I'm saying to you. The, you don't understand. The winter blues have gone. My body is like ejecting negativity. Right? It's just I'm just happy. Taking it all out. I'm very, very happy. My endorphins are high. My serotonin. Oh, God. Everything. Oxytocin, serotonin. Everything is booming. It's booming high. <laughs> booming. Booming. Anyway, um, right, with me. Oh, my God. Earlier on, my kids had the biggest fight of their lives. You would think they were 16-year-olds. They were like punching each other up. And I had to stop it. But at one point I paused and I was like, oh my God, is this real? <laughs> new milestone. milestone. Beating each other up. It's actually hilarious. <laughs> oh my oh, God, yeah. who was, was the aggressor? Isa. Of course. Isa oh. is like a proper second child. I get it He's now. just got He's so, so much funny. energy. And like, if you do something wrong to Isa, he will come after you. Like he, he literally follows Idris around the house just to get I really back. feel sorry for Idris at the moment. <laughs> No, honestly, today was a proper punch-up. I was like, is this what I have to look forward to in life? It's going to get worse. I'm actually really The punch-ups are going to get more dramatic. I have to, like, drag them They're going to get like more this. violent. <laughs> I have to hold them violent. You're going to have to have, like, two sections for, like, what's it called? Me time. What's yeah, it called? Literally. I don't know. You know when you tell a kid to go to the, the corner? The naughty step. Isn't that? Yeah, you're going to have two sections for naughty step. You face the wall over there, you over there. Oh, my God, I've got hay fever. <laughs> Anyway, fighting kids, that's hilarious. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> right, should we start the scenario? Right, darlings. Um, it's the last 10 days, guys. We apologise for, for not coming last week. There was a lot on. But we are back and we are trying. I love this one. Right, brilliant. Okay. Hi everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of the Overshares podcast brought to you by Kelly. And hello. We're going to get straight into the scenario because I've got nothing to report. Holler's kids are fighting and basically that's it for this week. <laughs> <laughs> no shows because like, you know. It's the last 10 days, guys, we're trying. I'm nervous, go on, hit me. Hi, Kelly and Holler. I love listening to your podcast every week. You both have soothing voices and provide great advice. So I felt like I could share my dilemma with you both. I, 21 female, am a Muslim who has feelings for a non-Muslim guy, 20 male. It started as co-workers, then friends at work. Since we had the same interest in books, traveling, manga and anime, 
which meant we talked all the time and gave each other updates regarding our interests. I thought nothing major of this. A few months pass and we have gotten to know each other more personally, but obviously as friends. I talk a lot and have a lot to say. So does he, but is patient and actively listens, which I like. Aww. That's cute. He is an atheist, but is educated about Islam and understands certain teachings and values in the religion. He also seems to understand the boundaries between men and women without me telling him. For example, he will keep a good distance between us when standing or sitting, and he doesn't initiate any physical contact, which I'm thankful for. Okay. He constantly incorporates inshallah and mashallah into our conversations correctly, which is really nice. At one point, I genuinely thought he was Muslim and had to ask. His close friends are Muslim and he seems to be interested in the religion. Cute. So things started to change when I noticed he was flirting with me. (laughs) I'm nervous. I can't tell when someone is flirting as I often mistake or pass it for being quite friendly. So if I can tell you you are flirting, then that's saying something. Anyways, I won't lie, I saw him differently when he rolled up his sleeves mid-convo and saw his arm. (laughs) (laughs) I can understand that. I can understand. If they're like big, bulky, veiny arms. If you can see the veins here. And the muscle. And he's like, can I carry your bag? Oh, yeah, I'm starting to feel hot. <sighs> okay. God, right. please forgive my sins and, and, and accept all our da'as. I mean, I mean. I have never seen veins look that good on someone. <laughs> Honestly, you know the arm veins? So, like, when he, like, grabs something and then, like, all the muscles and the veins go up. Like, contracts. Yeah. Oh. Beautiful. Strength. Yeah. Just shows... You know, I'm going to be secure with that one there. Protection. It's innate. (laughs) Animalistic. I can't stop. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Honestly. I just find it so funny. She said, so random. So this is the thing. Not his face, not his built. That's what I mean. So like, there's, it's just, it's a very, like, it's a very minute detail. But it's also very impactful. When you see a man's veins on his arm. I like big shoulders. So she likes veins. She likes veins. She likes veins. So she said, I had never seen veins look that good on someone, especially in real life. I read a lot of romance books and it was like the description came to life. After that, I couldn't see him the same. Slowly, I would notice that he was staring at me from afar. Remembering small details from past conversations, strong eye contact in every conversation. (laughs) This is a book boyfriend. I know. And sometimes the eye contact would be so strong that we won't speak, but just look at each other. He constantly compliments me and tries to find ways to help my problems. I've never felt this way for someone. My past crushes were small and I never allowed them to progress as I wanted to find someone in the best way possible, in a way that aligns with my beliefs. every time we converse he has so much to say and we don't really get the time since we are at work I really like him and we get along well I don't know if he can tell I like him as I don't know how to approach the situation it's been about eight to nine months of being friends and after this point I've taken a three-month break from work for my summer internship I forgot to mention to him that I was leaving and never got any contact details from him as I was scared (gasps) What's happening? I know. They're going to be apart. It's like the notebook. 
Yeah, like, what's, I don't know. Why, do, okay. Why are we so infatuated with this? I don't know. I love love. Carry on. It was quite sad as I thought it was too late. He's really cool and we get each other, but I was scared. During my internship, I didn't think about him as I wanted to focus on myself career-wise. Mm. Every day after the internship, I would walk past the park, which I would sit down after a long day just for fresh air. The park has a skate park, which I look at from a distance. And it was then that I realized that he was there skateboarding. Oh, my God. It was him. This is a movie. I know. I'm so invested in this. Me too. Me too. Me too. I didn't really know what to do but stare. I didn't want him to see me, especially when I'm tired from a long day. So from then on, I would sit elsewhere. At one point, I was with another intern and they chose to sit near the skate park. At this time, I didn't see him at the skate park and we sat down to talk. During our conversation, I felt like someone was looking at me, you know, that feeling, right? So as one should, I scanned the area only to find him looking at me. Oh my god, this story is the best story I've ever read. It's it's, it's the description. It's a book. I know. This girl got an A star in English literature. This is a good trope. So she goes, the only thing I could do was stare back. This happened a few times over the summer. Just staring, no smiling, waving or conversations, just staring. And I liked that somehow it felt like our way of communicating without words. Oh, babes. So fast forward to when I return to work. I greet everyone and all is good. And of course, he's still there, but he didn't approach me and I was too scared. A few shifts go by and our paths crossed. The air around us felt weird, not awkwardly, just weird. Hold on, this is a Colleen Hoover book. You know in books when it's like the air sucked out of my lungs the atmosphere <laughs> I know intensified anyway, anyway 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 I decided to break the ice and say hi and he replied but quite dryly so I just ended the conversation and walked away only for him to say are you going to run away again <gasps> ah! I can't deal I can't, I can't read deal. the rest hold I can't wait 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 I can't deal he went like this are, are you going to run away Imagine he's got intense eyes. I know. He's probably like looking at her. Imagine her, like, imagine the anxiety she must feel. Like the butterflies in her tummy, the fear she has. The sickness. But it's all so good because she's like lovey dovey sickness. It's like lovey dovey sickness. Yeah. I love this. Carry on, carry on. We can't, we can't pause. So, where did I get up to? I just stopped in my tracks and turned around to look at him, dumbfounded. Like, are you for real? After that, we slowly engaged in more conversations and got closer again as good friends. Still, I don't know how to go about this in a way that's deemed halal. After a few months, he tells me that he'll be quitting soon and I was pretty sad to be honest and I expressed that to him but in a light-hearted way when I really didn't want him to go. Somehow this gave me the confidence to get some form of contact or we will never speak again. And I knew that. So I confidently asked for his number, expecting him to say no. And he replied with, I'll write my number down. (laughs) I just, I can't deal. I can't deal. My ovaries. I can't deal with this. (laughs) In my head, I was like, you're meant to say no. And it didn't happen. I'm not used to talking to guys or speaking to guys in a way that since I never received attention from guys like that ever his last few shifts he would spend them mostly with me and at this point it felt nice but I knew I would have to get used to not seeing him often I just don't know 
On his last shift, he mentioned that we would watch some animes together online through Discord, as well as reading a manga and discussing it once we finish it. I agreed and said that I would send my edits and projects to him whenever possible. I suggested that we should hang out together when he got excited about it, but I'm worried now as I need to do some research around this area. But we left things on great terms. (laughs) The last conversation I had with him was his last shift back in December 2022. It's now April 2023 and I know it's really late, but I want to try talking to him again and I want to go about this in a good way. Between this time, we've walked past each other multiple times with other people so we couldn't really stop for a conversation. The most we've done is wave at each other and smile with prolonged eye contact. Oh... I'm quite extroverted and will talk for days, but when it comes to this, I just can't. He's shy, smart, and very mature for his age. He doesn't use social media and seems very simplistic. I don't really know what I'm asking at this point. Seems like I'm offloading, but I want to get to know him more. But he's a non-Muslim, and I genuinely don't know the correct, correct way to talk to guys. Can you give me some advice? Can I just start by saying that that was the best story ever? It just gave me the feels. It just makes me want to... I just want to go read another romantic book right Right? Now. Um, uh. But I just... Okay, so firstly, um, I just... I love love. I do love love. I love love. I love the early stages of when you're crushing on someone and, like, you're shy and, like, you're anxious and you don't know what to say. Are they looking at me? Are they talking to me? I know, it's but this like guy is angst, doing the all the right things. I, I just know. like I he's don't just, know it's just, just a hot it's a really difficult one because obviously he's, he's a non-Muslim but can I give you an anecdote go on so basically my cousins live next like live next door to racist neighbors right? right the house that they live in is in a very multicultural area mm-hmm. and obviously I just feel like because my cousins you know like they wear hijab abaya like they practice their faith etc etc like, at some point, your neighbours are going to see you doing those things, right? Because obviously, you live next to them. So anyway, I heard a couple of weeks ago that the son of said neighbour has reverted to Islam. No. Yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. So, so this Ramadan, he was seen wearing a khamis oh and going God. to Taraweeh prayers. My point being that Allah guides whom he wills, like... I just, with this scenario in particular, I mean, you know, I just, it's hard because he's got missing friends. He knows a lot about the Dune already. There could be a likelihood that he'll revert, but I just feel like she is putting herself in a very difficult situation because it's like, should I continue to converse with him in the hopes that one day he will? So there's that lingering feeling of, but he no, probably will. I think she should. Yeah. And then it's just going to put you in a situation where you're just going to be waiting for a who knows how long. And you're not going to feel at ease and your heart's always going to be like not restful. So I just think, I just think honestly, she needs to let him go. Like just sometimes, you know, if you love someone, you've got to let them go. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. So the first thing I was going to say is I think she's 20, right? She's so she's quite she's like quite first of all you're quite young secondly um like Holton said this is let's say your first crush your first sort of love and 
he's not Muslim, so it's going to be very hard for you to continue on this relationship if you want it to be halal and if you want it to be a good thing. Because if you, I would personally say, let him go, let the situation remain where it is, um, and just make lots of dua for him, and you never know. Like Allah might turn his heart. And then 10 years from now, you might send us an email saying, I've married the love of my life yeah. because he came to me and he became Muslim and we just hit it off from there. Do you know yeah. what I mean? No, I agree, but I just, I don't think she should wait for him. No, I don't think she should wait for him. I but d- I'm just I saying. Pray for him. Yes, great. But just go about your life. Yeah. This could just be like a moment in time and then you'll look back and, and laugh at an it in about 10 years. As well. It's a very positive experience that yeah. you've had with a male. And not a lot of people, not a lot of women can say that they've had very nice experiences with men crushes. Non-Muslim crushes being respectful. Exactly. Like just, you know, just nice and respectful of like your faith and stuff like that. That's yeah. really, it's really nice. He's, he sounds like a really good boy, but long term, it's just not one to get. And you don't want to hold like, you don't want to hold on to something, assuming that he'll revert because you don't know if he will. And then you're doing more haram. Yeah, you're just going to keep engaging with him, hoping that he'll message, you know, that's all long. And then it's just going to be distracting, you're going to be overthinking, it's just too much, it's too much hassle. I genuinely think, let it go, and may Allah bring him back to you if if you guys... If he's for you. Exactly. Yeah. Um, But it's just a really nice story, I have to appreciate the fact that this is a great story, so thank you so much. It's the early stages of... Yeah, so I just want to say a massive thank you to you for sending that in, because I just, it must have taken a lot of thought... (laughs) Yeah. It was just really great. I just enjoyed reading that so much. It was very well written with good with good um expressions and descriptions of yeah. how you're feeling. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, it's definitely hard. But I can definitely I can resonate with you. I think just carry on reading your book talks to relive those moments. But, yeah, just um, keep like I don't know, it's just a it's so difficult, isn't it? Twenty one years old, the butterflies. Listen, you've got your whole life ahead of you. You can meet someone similar, you can you never know what happens down the line. I just don't think we just don't think that you should lock yourself off for this situation. Yeah. Or carry on doing something haram in hopes that something will come from it, even though... Because nothing good comes from haram. No. If anything, you'll probably just have, like... You'll probably just be smited. (laughs) Honestly, and remember that I think... I just think that the main thing to to take away from this is... Shaitan is your biggest enemy... And he wants you to fall into a madness. I know. And, and he'll decorate. And the fact that this guy has left is probably a good thing. So just say Alhamdulillah and go about your life. Literally. Shaitan will warp you. He'll make you think something is the best thing for you when it's really when not. When it's really not. He will make you... He'll put really horrible thoughts in your head. Awful thoughts. And sometimes... Shaydan's strategy is like he'll get you to do small, small things until you get to do something really big and yeah. that's bad. Remember so that he'll, he'll bring you to the cusp of like, of like no return. And then it's like, do I or do I not? Do you know what I mean? Sis, just, you know what? Turn back to Allah. Pray for him. Make lots of dialogue. Don't talk to him anymore. Because it's just going gonna, gonna to cause more it's gonna igni- It's going to ignite more feelings. And these sorts of feelings. And this man seems very romantic. I know. With his veiny arms and staring. It's just... I know. I mean, God God protect us. 
from beautiful men. Please. Because, uh, especially ones with charisma. Personality. A bit of laughter can make you laugh. Do you know can what I mean? make a joke. Looks good in a chemise and some nice trainers. Listens when you speak to him. Communicates with you. Oh my God, protect me from men who are able to do that. I know. Lekaba. And we're, oh my God, we're actually married women. What are we doing? No, it's true, it's true. Cause but it's go, hard. Men go after married women as well. They do. Anyway, all I'm saying is, darling, we appreciate how you're feeling. It's happened to all of us. Yeah. My first crush was on TV. My oh, first yeah, crush was Aaron Carter and he sadly died. Oh, that is so sad. Aaron Carter. I don't know why I was in- interested in Aryan looking boys when I was a child. I remember that phase you went through where you really liked Justin Timberlake. When in oh that song in the box, I want to rock your body. Oh my god, I was obsessed with him in that song. It was the shaved, the shaved head. head. Oh, he just looked like he just came back from the army. Oh my god, he did look good. <laughs> but yeah, Aaron Carter was my actual first crush. No way. And he was sadly. I fancied you know, this little boy in my school, in my primary school. I had so many non-Muslim crushes. Me too. Growing up. Me too. Anyway, that just shows you it's a phase, and you shall move on. Amen. Amen to that, sis. Amen to that. Moving on to scenario number, number two. two. This one's quite sad, actually. I'll read it. Mm. Right, I need your advice on my situation. <clears throat> Assalamu alaikum, Kali and Haba. I hope you're happy. Alaikum Thank you. I'm looking for some advice and hoping maybe I can hear my scenario on one of your videos. Well, we'd we'd be bloody happy to read your scenario, love. Well, here we go, love. Let's get it going. I reverted to Islam in December 2022. Alhamdulillah. MashaAllah. I reverted. Allahu Akbar. That is bloody amazing. 2022. I mean, oh my God. Muslim. That was recently. That was a couple of months ago. Yeah. Oh, Allah, Mubarak. May Allah bless you. Congratulations. Welcome to the fold. Woo, salvation. Sisterhood. May God for us. Inshallah, salvation. And the ummah. Right. I reverted after researching Islam for six months and took my shahada online in front of two witnesses. I did not tell my parents I had reverted because they are ignorant to Islam and believe what the Western media tells them. May Allah guide them. Amen. I mean, as I still live at home, I would pray in secret and alhamdulillah, I've been able to pray in peace. However, one day my mum randomly asked me if I was Muslim and if I was, I should tell her right away. I panicked and said no, which I am really disappointed in myself. The next day she caught a glimpse of me um, wearing hijab. I don't wear hijab full time. I was just trying it on to see how I would look. She got angry and asked who it was in the photo. I quickly brushed it off as a random girl on Instagram and she seemed to settle down a little. I am currently studying abroad as part of my university degree, so I have a lot of freedom to practice Islam. So one day when I went home to visit my family um, for my brother's birthday, I decided to tell my parents I was Muslim. I started off my talking to my mum about how I found God and my mum believes in God but is not overly religious. 
but has always said that she wants me to find my faith and what she really means is believe in exactly the same thing as she does. So I said, I've been researching in Islam and it resonates with me. She called my dad into the room and they got really confrontational with me. I'm trying to tell me what they believe about Islam. When I calmly tried to correct them, they were instant that I was wrong. After we spoke, there was a horrible atmosphere between us all and my mum said that she possibly didn't even believe in God, trying to put me off believing, I think. Oh my God, this is so awful. As the night went on, my mum went to bed and my dad spoke to me saying he has no problem with me researching Islam, but I have never believed in God before, so I shouldn't now. When me and my dad went upstairs as it was getting late, my mum was still awake and started a mild argument about it all again. My dad got so angry with her and stormed out of the house shouting that he was divorcing my mum. At that point, I broke down and had what I think was a panic attack. I told my mum I'm not a Muslim and that it was merely a surface level interest and research. I feel like I let Allah down the minute I had to stand my ground. I crumbled and essentially threw Islam under the bus for the lack of better description. That's how I felt. My mum... It's really sad. I know. My mum got me to help her put my dad's clothes into a suitcase and leave it downstairs for him. He collected it while we were sleeping. Not that I got any more than two hours sleep that night. The following morning, my dad came to my house to discuss finances with my mum. I felt so bad as none of it would have happened if I kept quiet about being Muslim. I mediated between them and convinced them to stay together. I wish I didn't. It sounds... Bad to say, but they had problems for a while. And if they split up, maybe I could be Muslim more freely. Everything was swept under the rug for my brother's birthday and we seemed to move on. I decided to try and get closer to my dad, hoping if I get him on board, my mum will have to follow suit. That's smart, divide and conquer. Mm. I worked really hard not mentioning Islam, but making sure to talk my dad more and encourage him to open up to me more. I felt like our relationship was building and he was saying that he would always have my back. However, I think my mum eventually got to him and one day on our routine phone call, he was talking about how how my mum is right and I don't need religion. My mum called me later that day to talk. Allah gave me another chance to stand my ground and once again I let him down. I am terrified of the confrontation from my parents and I'm terrified I get kicked out of the house. I I rely on my parents financially. Now it is Ramadan and I have struggled and I've struggled so much. My parents have been making dinner and I feel like I have to eat it. I don't have the courage to tell them that I'm fasting. Thankfully, I went abroad and was able to observe Ramadan for a full week. It has been incredible. I know. This is so I just feel like I'm taking my religion for granted reading this, honestly. Okay. However, I had to come home for a week and I've been trying to make more of an effort to fast and stick to it at home. My mum came into my room and asked if I was doing Ramadan. I said no. Why do I keep failing a last test? And I think, <clears throat> I think I have disappointed him more than words can describe. I should have said yes, but I am scared. I should only fear Allah, but I have this ridiculous fear of my parents regarding this and I have no idea how to navigate it. I'm so stressed and feel like I'm carrying so much emotional weight and I don't know how to go forward and live my truth while staying at home. Any advice would be much appreciated. 
Oh, my this babies. is so heartbreaking. I just feel like, uh, just off the bat, I just want to say that as a new Muslim, there isn't like an expectation for you to basically try and do everything all in one go. So like if you're fasting for a week, that's great in itself. Don't feel guilty about the things that you're not doing. Focus on the things that you can do within the capacity like that you have so obviously you have your parents that are like not agreeing with you just do what you can and secondly you like obviously you keep saying that you're failing Allah's tests and stuff like that like you need to understand that Allah is merciful focus on like you know asking for forgiveness and stuff like that but honestly I think you're putting too much pressure on yourself a lot of pressure like you don't need to like wear hijab straight away, fast straight away, pray straight away. Like these things need to be done in steps and then you'll eventually get better and better at it going forward. Because I remember one time, like when I used to go to the mosque, yeah, basically, <laughs> God like guide me. Um, the sheikh said that when you have like new Muslims that come into um, the fold, like there's just an eagerness to want to, to learn everything, everything yeah. very quickly. And he likened it to having a whole cake and eating it at once. And if you do that, you're going to end up vomiting the cake back out because you're not doing things in steps. Like just enjoy it. And also with the parents, just make dua for them. I don't know what else I can say. Yeah, so one thing I would say is, um, I don't think, like Kulton said, you are putting pressure on yourself. So the idea that you're failing Allah, you're not failing him. First of all, Allah is benevolent. Like, whatever you're going through at the moment, this is new to you. You're new to the religion. Your parents have always been there for you. So it's kind of hard to, like... Um, tell them this big experience in your life that's happened um, because you're obviously scared of what's what they're gonna say but one thing that you need to realize is that like if you continue making dua and you just pray to Allah and you just say Allah ease my parents affairs make me he will show you a way through this and I don't think you're failing Allah because at the moment you're technically you are standing up for yourself and you are standing up for your religion because you are meaning to tell your parents this is who I am and please accept me it's just because of your parents complications and the things that they're throwing at you it's quite hard for you to convey that truth so to me it doesn't seem like you're hiding anything and you're failing anything I think you're quite courageous if I'm honest with you um so I just continue doing what you're doing and also don't feel guilty about your your parents it's not your fault like you said your parents seem like they already had issues to begin with yeah um so like you telling them that you're Muslim shouldn't crumble them. It shouldn't cause them to get a divorce. That's not the reason why they're getting a divorce. They obviously have their own issues. So please don't put that pressure on yourself. Um, and the last thing I would say is you've said that you're trying to like get your dad on your side. I just think instead of like putting pressure on either parent, I would say do what you need to do as um, a practicing Muslim, continue making dua continue you know encouraging your parents about religion and also you seem like an adult I don't think like I don't think if you told them I really don't think if you clearly said to them listen I am Muslim this is what I'm going to do but this is what I'm going to do to try and support you Mm. I don't think they would react in an like they would get over it eventually yeah yeah. I feel like this whole thing 
this whole situation, like what we're in right now, this is a huge test and everyone has subtests that they're going through. And I don't think it's like the way that you're thinking about it is I keep failing, I keep failing. Mm. I think this is just an ongoing trajectory of just a giant test, which you will eventually come out of. The more effort you put into trying to help your parents understand rather than seeing it as like, oh, I'm doing this, which means that I've failed. So try and understand it as more of like a a bigger picture sort of test rather than minute tests that you keep failing. Because honestly, I just think the more you try, eventually, like I've heard so many stories about reverts just trying to get their parents to, to, you know, for their hearts to open to Islam. And And it happens, it happens all the time and your time will come. I know it's really difficult, but... Sometimes I find that non-Muslims, especially given like... So what I was saying before I was rudely interrupted by Garage Band is <laughs> instead of constantly trying to um, get through to your parents by talking to them, show them what Islam is um, via you being the example. So just go about your business um, and just let them see Islam through you. I mean, I mean, I I would suggest maybe just at least asking for permission to practice Islam because that'd be very difficult if not. Yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely. And I think the last thing that I said was just the reminder of the hadith where Allah, um, where the Prophet says that um, towards the end of time, the deen becomes like a stranger to everyone else so you basically have to hold your dean in the palm of your hand like you're holding a piece of coal that's really hot um it's it's just if you can symbolize that you can imagine how hard it is to hold on to your religion we're praying for you sis we really hope you get through this let us know how it goes let us know if you want to be connected to other sisters that are going through similar things or have gone through similar things um and you know get in contact with them having a sisterhood because that's something that could really uplift you it can be really really isolating if you're practicing practicing by yourself and you Mm. don't have people around you and like the one support system that you have is currently the main source of your problems um yeah like we hope that we can obviously provide you with any sort of comfort and support and please rely on Allah. You're not disappointing him. You're not failing him. You've done the biggest, most courageous thing is um, coming back to him, coming back to your fitra and believing in him again. Um, So just, just be proud of yourself. And hold firm to the rope of Allah. Amen. Amen. We're going to have to end the podcast there. Let me put the camera on. Oh, Guys, the drama that we went through with this oh podcast episode. Please. Oh, recover myself. Um, so basically, we, we, this is going to be quite jumbled, guys. So we had to record a little bit for the podcasters only. But now we're coming back full circle moment to say thank you so much to the wonderful sisters for sending your scenarios in. I know that they can have been easy. Um, but inshallah, may Allah make it easy for you and just get you through this. Yeah, definitely for you both. And we want to say we appreciate you guys for trusting us with sending us these scenarios. And we love how our little family is growing. Um, so thank you guys so much and have a good end to your Ramadan. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, share, download, like, comment, subscribe, share, download. In that order. Bye, guys. Love Love you. you.
Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.